0: When an armed group demobilizes, and a peace agreement to end civil war has been signed, citizens have an understandable expectation that their quality of life will improve. But time and time again, we've seen that states have a hard time reestablishing authority in areas that were governed by armed groups during civil war. Once rebels begin this demobilization process, the state has a relatively narrow window of opportunity to establish control before new or existing armed groups move in to take advantage of governance gaps. In a new paper co-authored with Rob Blair, Manuel Moscoso, and Andres Vargas, accepted for publication at the American Political Science Review, we ask how states that are transitioning away from civil war can freeze out armed groups in areas left behind by demobilizing rebels. We know that state building is a long and fraught process, and our wager in this project is that projecting state power into former rebel areas depends in part on offering effective dispute resolution services. Now, dispute resolution is a core governance activity that can quickly help both armed groups and the state build legitimacy. In states that are just transitioning away from civil war, we argue that the most viable strategy to extend state authority is to partner with communal institutions to provide effective dispute resolution services. Now, what are communal institutions? These are a local, mechanisms for sustaining order independently of the state and these institutions are just about everywhere from the shuras in afghanistan to secret societies in liberia to clan houses in east timor now these communal institutions have significant advantages when compared to states in post-conflict spaces they're typically seen to be more legitimate due in part to the fact that they're literally of the community and as such, as such have much better access to information about the kinds of disputes uh, that are that exist and what might be socially acceptable ways to resolve them. At the same time, these communal institutions can also be illiberal and unjust, uh, running afoul of the law and violating due process. So we think that these weaknesses and strengths of communal institutions and their state counterparts suggest some untapped complementarities, that is, they're not able to work together well enough to resolve a local uh, residents' problems. Communal institutions could uh, adjudicate relatively minor disputes, uh, and at the same time, the state could lend some coercive capacity to communal institutions' decisions, helping them to enable enforcement. Uh, there are tons of barriers to making this work. So, first, um the legal division of labor between the state and communal institutions may be really unclear both to authorities and citizens it makes it really hard to know, you know who should be doing what and under what conditions second distrust right so the state is often viewed suspiciously by communal institutions and communities uh, while state authorities tend to identify these communal institutions with rebel rule often rightfully so and therefore as threat to state consolidation and finally. And because state and communal institutions kind of develop in isolation, even when there's genuine interest in these two parties working together, uh, opportunities for coordination simply may not exist and it may be difficult to cultivate. So what's our contribution to this conversation in this paper? So we're going to use a randomized control trial to evaluate a program in rural Colombia called Comun Paz, which is intended to overcome these obstacles. This is a program that was implemented with the UN Development Program, uh, the Department of National Planning of Colombia, and some local NGO partners. So, from a a sample of 149 communities, we randomly assigned 72 to receive the treatment. And I'll tell you what the treatment is in just a second. But basically, these communities are distributed across regions where the country's largest rebel group, the FARC-EP, had significant control for many years. The FARC eventually demobilized via a peace agreement in late 2016 and entered into a process of reincorporation. And multiple armed groups would soon seek to benefit from the governance gaps that the FARC left behind. So, the Comun Paz program basically sought to do three things. First, to help both state and communal authorities understand what Colombian law says about who can adjudicate what kinds of disputes. Second, the program intended to build trust between these two parties via structured interactions in a respectful environment. Third, sought to improve coordination uh, by developing together and then disseminating. Uh, what we call conflict resolution response routes. Now, These response routes basically specify who should resolve what kinds of disputes. Citizens in these communities were then informed about how these response routes work in a public event. The overall goal basically was to limit the need for armed groups to take over dispute resolution and at the same time improve the legitimacy of state authorities who in some cases would arrive to these communities for the first time. So what is it that we find in the process of running this randomized controlled trial? We find that the program effectively reduced both unresolved disputes and violent disputes at the community level. That's fantastic news. Seems like we improved the quality of dispute resolution at the local level. It also reduced to essentially zero citizens' reliance on armed groups to resolve the disputes and diminished perceptions of armed groups among residents. Again, we've frozen out armed groups um, from engaging in dispute resolution. Kamupaz also improved perceptions of communal authorities among state authorities, that that is it improved their relationships and enhanced perceptions of state authorities uh, among residents. Coordination among state and communal authorities also improved as did the cohesiveness of communal institutions. So what's the takeaway? What's the upshot? The upshot of this experiment is basically that states can prevent a resurgence of local violence, can improve relations with civilians, and also impede the restoration of armed group control by working with communal institutions. Now this is a strategy that armed groups themselves use in in territories that they control. And an important note here is that we did all of this without um, significant coercive um, requirements from the state. That is, this is a, a largely light touch intervention that had very large effects in improving uh, dispute resolution at the local level.